This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. Every empire needs a leader. To encourage, energize, and elevate them. We are Eskimos Empire. And this is the Eskimos Coaches Show. With our leader, Jason Moss. Brought to you by Missioner Allen Auctioneering. Canada's largest public automotive and RV auction. Here's Morley Scott with Jason Moss. On Eskimos Radio, 630 Chad. And good evening, everybody. Hope your night is uh, going well. My name is Morley Scott. This is the Eskimos Coaches Show. Uh, The bye week is over. The Eskimos went back to work today. Sadly, they did not get the result they needed on the weekend and have been eliminated from the playoffs because of the win by the Winnipeg Blue Bombers over Calgary. The season will wrap up on the Brickfield at Commonwealth Stadium on Saturday as the Eskimos host the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. To talk all things Eskimos, head coach Jason Moss uh, joins us now on the phone. Uh, Good evening, Jason. How are you? Doing all right. All right. Thank you. Uh, good. Thank you very much. Uh, tough day today. Uh, I know every day you get to play football and coach football is a good day, but uh, the situation uh, surrounding your club right now probably made it uh, pretty hard to, to go back to work after the bye week today. Well, I think it was more hard to sit and watch the game transpire. And after that game was over, uh, talking about the Calgary game, Winnipeg game, after that game was over, to sit and think about it for three days before you get together with your football team was the hardest time. You know, it's never easy to to say the right things or, uh, you know, talk to a, a group of guys that you respect and love. And, you know, we're looking at, you know, winning a championship with to, to walk in that room and, you know, be the bearer of bad news, even though I know they all knew it. But to kind of say those first words and get the ball rolling for the next week, it was that was more difficult than actually doing today. I thought today was actually a relief to get back to work and, understand that we still have things to play for and um you know football's a, a great sport um you know we, we love competing and that's basically what we, get, what we get to do again for one more week is compete together and and go out and win a game uh, i want to go back to friday night if you don't mind how how intently did you watch that game were you in and out of it or did you sit down and just watch it from start to finish and tell me about your range of emotions going because you know uh stan peters had the lead for a while then winnipeg comes back uh how how difficult was it to watch that and what was going through your mind the whole time yeah i mean i think i'm i'm just like any fan is I mean, you're up and you're down with the way the game's going and you know excited at times and pissed off at other times and i think that's just the way fans are when they watch games and you know, you get to be one for, for a moment. And, um, you know, it just, you know, with about eight minutes to go, you could kind of feel the momentum in that game. And, you know, it wasn't uh, much longer after that that the game was, was uh, in hand and, you know, all that. I know everything at the end happened, but, uh, you know, didn't feel real good in the fourth quarter and uh, was hoping they'd pull it out. But, you know, it wasn't meant to be. 
probably a, a terrible feeling from a from a guy who you know during your playing career you could go out in the field and and make plays and try and help your team win and and get success. And as a coach, you you also work hard to try and help your team get success. But when you're just watching, there's absolutely nothing you can do. It must have been a real helpless feeling for you. Yeah, there's no question. I mean, um, it was probably one of the worst feelings you could possibly have as a as a person who's uh, got a lot involved, invested in in a football club and. You know, I, I, you know, it, like I said, it saddens me, it sickens me. Um, you know, it's very difficult to go to sleep that night and, you know, the next few nights, to be quite honest with you. Um, but, you know, I, again, I, all I have to do is get back to work and look at our guys in the face and feel the energy that they bring. And, you know, life goes on. And that's what basically you have to do. Obviously, the lesson learned is don't put your fate in someone else's hands, right? Do your own work and get yourself in a yeah, better I mean, position. Plenty of opportunities for us throughout the entire year you know we lose two games on last second field goals on the road um you know you give us back six plays on an entire year not six games just six plays on an entire year let me choose which ones they are and you know they the games are they we're probably not in this situation right now and you know that's hard when it, that's an 18 games basically going to be an 18 game schedule and that's all you want back you know and because life, you know, football is football. I mean, things happen in it, and uh, you, you work hard, you play hard, you do all those things, and it still literally just comes down to moments in games where you're better than the other team. And, you know, uh, you know, for the better part of the year, there was opportunities for us, and we didn't come through. I know you talked to the team, obviously, on a, on a regular basis, but did you have a different message as you came back to work this week because of the situation you were in? Yeah, I mean, my message for this week was, you know, we'll deal with what happened for the entire season on Sunday. But right now our focus needs to be on preparation, focus on ourselves, um, getting back to work, and having fun doing what we do. Um, You know, that's, to me, what was important for the message this week. Don't be sitting here feeling sorry for ourselves. You know, if you're a competitor and my question to them was if this game mattered for a playoff spot, would you prepare any different this week? And the the answer should have been, no, I'm going to prepare just like it was a playoff game. That's what I wanted our guys to feel and understand. This is an important game for us. We need to finish seven and two at home, nine and nine on the season, uh, and finish on a positive note for the year. And, you know, I don't think you can do that if you're living in the past and you're, you know, wishing what it could have should have situations the whole week. I'd rather just deal with it head on, you know, feel good about our situation that we get five extra days with our team and the group of guys that we have assembled. They're great guys. They love football. I love all of them. Um, and let's just go out and, and, and win one last game. And then we'll think about the rest of the year on Sunday. Yeah, uh, J.C. Sherritt was talking today, and I, I think people don't understand this, how close you guys get during a season and how much you become like family. And like you say, you love all the guys, and everybody loves everybody in that room. And J.C. Sherritt was saying today that we got to realize that this, that, you know, changes happen on every team every year, and this week is the last week this group of guys will ever be together. And and that's something that, that he said he's going to kind of kind of hang his hat on this week as he gets ready for this football game. Yeah, there's no question. I mean, you get close through the battles and, trials and tribulations you go through for an entire year and the way our year's been i mean it's not always been easy you know it felt like all the things that we were going through were going to happen for a reason you know and ultimately it, it didn't work out that way um but you know jc's right i mean you get one last chance at it this week forever 
it'll never be the same. And you want to make the most of that situation. And, you know, I think for the older veteran guys, it's, it's an opportunity for them to show the younger guys what it's like to just grin and bear it and deal with it head on and, and still get work done and prepare like it was a playoff game and go out there and play your butts off. And, you know, like I said, it's a meaningful football game. It's pride. It's a lot of everything. And it's an audition for next year for those guys. And, you know, it's a little bit of everything. So, I mean, it's not a wasted game. Trust me. I was going to ask you, how much of what happens this week and on Saturday carries over? I mean, May is a long way away. Training camp's a long way away. And the team's going to change a lot uh, between now and then. Uh, how much does this week carry over into next year's training camp? Well, I think you just watch you watch and learn and listen and you know you can tell a lot from a group of guys how they deal with adversity and how they deal with emotion and how they deal with you know situations and you know we're going to find out a lot about our football team and who they are and by this week and how they prepare and what they give us and you know what they're willing to play on the line and you know i I obviously am very positive i'm a positive thinker i know that i feel like i know what they're going to do and i just want to see it in action but um you know, and then at the end of the day, you know, it's just like I said, it, you're continuing to play football. You're always evaluated. The coaches are. I am. I mean, the players, we're all evaluated. So it's just another opportunity for us to show that we're, you know, <laughs> better than a good football team, if you ask me. We just, uh, you know, just want to end that year that way and, you know, have the positive feelings to, to, to deal with it. So you'll you'll hear the phrase, and I think a lot of people use the phrase "meaningless game," but obviously in your mind, that's it's not that at all. No, I mean I think we're professional, we're professional coaches, professional players, professional team, and you're paid to win. You're paid to go out there and play a game and entertain people. And uh, trust me, we're going to give everything we got. I mean, our coaches haven't stopped preparing. You know, we had a good bye week. Everyone got to refresh. Our guys came back. It's our job as coaches to motivate players always. Um, this week, you know, will be challenge. Was, you know, I, I thought was going to be challenging, but after the practice we had today, there, there's no question our guys are going to be ready to play this game. I mean, uh, I I thought that was one of our best practices, to be quite honest with you. So I know the energy is going to be there, the attention to detail is going to be there, the way they were in our meetings today. They're listening, they're ready to roll. I think they want to go out on a positive note too. I mean, you know, you have a chance to to not have a losing record. No one wants to have a losing record in a season. Nine and nine. It's basically what our season's been. We've been up and down the entire year, and to finish it out even would, would probably be a good thing. But also, to me, finishing out 7-2 and two at home in front of our fans you know, is a positive thing for going into next year. You mentioned uh, that you had a good practice and good meetings and everything. Did, did Considering the circumstances and the situation, did that surprise you at all? Well, yeah. I mean, like I said, I don't think you ever know until you deal with the situation which you're always going to get i feel like we've always done a good job of having the right character in our room we have the right leadership and all that but you know something like this hits everybody a little differently and you know i i think you lose sight of the fact that it is a game that we play a sport for a living and we love it i mean the ultimate goal is always to win win championships but as the season progresses you understand it is a game and you want to have fun doing it and you know i think the message was sent and received, I felt, and very well. And so our guys, you know, it, it, I think it would have been more difficult if we would have just came back to work right after that game and had to play. You know, we had the bye week. Everyone knew four or five days ago. So I think everyone kind of had their mourning period, if you will. And then I think it was comforting and, and good for the guys to be around each other again. And like JC said, you go out together. 
go out on your sword. And it really, I guess, tests your love of the game this week, right? Because, uh, you know, your, your playoff spot is gone, but you're, I know everyone talks about you got to be professional about it, but also most of these guys love playing football, and they get one last chance to do it for, for, for the last time in a while. Well, yeah, I mean, I, trust me, I'm a fan of football. I watch a lot of football, and I've seen this happen many a times in, in the course of football season where, you know, football teams don't make it to the championship. They know they're out of the playoffs, yet their players are playing hard. Watch John Bowman. Watch Chip Cox play for Montreal. You tell me they weren't playing for the love of the game and loving the game and playing it hard. You know, I mean, going into one of their last games of their careers, I mean, those are pros. Those are Hall of Fame guys playing without a playoff spot on the line. You know, and that's what this game is all about. You don't shortchange this game ever. It's it's one of those things where you have to be all in to play it. You don't um, go in half-heartedly ever. Uh, if you ever do that, you're cheating the game. You're cheating yourself. Um, you know, and so I think no matter what, there, every game there's something to play for. Um, you just got to find it. And you know, for us this week, it's about finishing nine and nine, seven and two, uh, playing one last game together, and going out like I said as a winner. You're listening to Jason Moss on the Eskimos Coaches Show for Michener Allen Auctioneering. We're going to take a break and uh, be back with more with the coach coming up. Uh, first, though, I'd just like to remind you, uh, don't forget the football game on Saturdays. We've been talking about uh, 6.30 Chad Santa's Anonymous Night as well. It's the kickoff to our yearly campaign to provide toys and presents for uh, the underprivileged kids in our city, the people who uh, might not get a Christmas without your help. So please, on Saturday, when you come to the football game, bring a new uh, unwrapped toy or some cash to donate to... Uh, 630 Santa's Anonymous. We'll have people outside all the gates at the stadium. Uh, so please remember that as you come to the game. And also, don't forget, uh, kids' tickets available for only $6.30. Get it? 630. Uh, if you want to get those tickets, uh, you can go to Ticketmaster, or your best bet is head to the Eskimo office in person and get them. Then you don't have to pay the service charge as well. So you can get those at the Eskimo office, not on game day, before game day. That's uh, coming up on Saturday. It's the Eskimos and the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Uh, if you can't get to the game, we'll have it for you here on 630 Chet. It's a 2 o'clock kickoff. The countdown to kickoff with myself, Dave Campbell, and Blake Dermott will uh, come your way at 12.30 on Saturday afternoon. More with the coach when we come back. This is the Eskimos Coaches Show with Jason Moss. You're listening to 6.30 Chet. The Eskimos Coaches Show with Moss and Morley. Brought to you by Missioner Allen Auctioneering. We have the selection. You set the price on Eskimos Radio. 6.30 Chet. Back with the coach for the next uh, few minutes here on the Coach Show. Eskimos and Blue Bombers on Saturday on the Brickfield at Commonwealth Stadium. Uh, Jason, uh, you're a professional coach. You know what comes with that. Uh, lots of speculation, I'm sure, over the next couple of weeks about uh, your job. Does that concern you at all? Do you get caught up in that talk at all? I don't. I mean, I have a contract for two more years, and until the Eskimos come to me and tell me they don't want me to coach the club anymore, then that's just what it is. And I get it. It's with the territory that you, uh, you're, when you're a professional, when you're a coach anyways. I mean, it's wins and losses that matter. And uh, you want to, you know, if you're a coach, you want to win. So this is never uh, uh, a problem. But um, I get how uh, the nature of the business is. And, you know, I trust me, I sleep well at night knowing I work as hard as I can to try to put this, Thing together the way I feel it needs to be ran and you're either going to win or you're going to lose and I can live with that because I, I give everything I have every single day to this club and when the time comes that I, it's not good enough then I'll move on. 
I don't want to do uh, too much of a, a post-mortem, and that's probably for, for next week uh, for sure, but tell me in your mind, uh, from that moment in early August when you were 5-2, and two, what happened that kind of got things off the rails for your club? Well, I mean, I don't know from 5-2. and two. I know we were 7-5 and five at one point in our season, and we were plus we're the second-best team in the league record-wise. We're also the number two team in the league record-wise with turnover margin. And in our slide of the last six weeks, or however long it's been now, we are number seven in turnover margin, right, be, right in front of Montreal and right in front of Toronto. And those are the two teams that have the worst records in the league. So we know in football that turnover margin creates um, a lot of bad things and outcomes for your football club, and we've been one of the worst over the year and turning over the ball, um, you know, and, and that's not good. And I think that's kind of led some of our demise, you know, and, you know, on top of it, you know, we've had opportunities to win games and you know, at the end of the games and this year, for whatever reason, we haven't yet to, to make that statement game or make that statement play um, when it mattered. And, you know, we've done that the last two years quite a bit. And this year it seemed like that was, harder to do for us and uh but more than anything to me when i look back at this year i'm going to look at you know you don't win a lot of games when you have a minus turnover margin margin and when you're minus five after 17 games you know very few teams have come close to a winning record and yet we're right on the precipice of having an even record at that and that will be something to behold to be quite honest with you um you know i was proud of the fact that we were number nine in the league discipline-wise with penalties, and we're number four right now, so we've made our, you know, we've done a whole lot better with that, and I think beginning of the year when we were number nine, we'd probably win one or two more games if we were number four all year, you know, so I think those go hand in hand, so, you know, I just think, you know, we were our own worst enemy at times this year. Um, obviously, I give other teams credit for creating turnovers, but, you know, some of the things that, that happened to us were of our own demise, and, you know, um, kind of helped our downfall, if you will. All right. You said uh, you said today after practice that uh, Mike Riley will get the start on Saturday and probably the finish of the game on Saturday as well. Uh, will you manage your roster any differently this week because of your situation? No, we're, we're, we're going to play with the guys that have played with us all year. I mean, there's going to be subtle changes uh, with injuries and with uh, different uh, things that we're affording to do. But uh, for the most part, what you've seen is what you're going to get from us. So uh, we're going out. Like I said, this is another game for us. We want to win it. We want to finish strong for the year. Um, and then whatever, whatever happens after that happens. What do you expect from the Bombers? Um, you know, I, I, we've been in that situation before. Where the last game isn't going to help your standings. Even though it is a game, you want to win it. Um, I think health is important uh, for your key players. So... You know, whether Osh is going to decide to sit guys or not, I assume he will. But I know they're going to come in here ready to win a football game, too, because momentum is something. And when your backups get more opportunities to play and they play well, it's good for the playoff run uh, that they're about to go on. So, you know, I know they'll be ready to play. They're a well-coached football club. So regardless of who shows up here to play, I know they're going to be ready, and so will we. Jason Moss, thanks for your time tonight. I appreciate it. As always, enjoy the week. 
All right, man. Thank you. All right. That is Eskimos head coach uh, Jason Moss on the Coach's Show for uh, Mitchner Allen Auctioneering tonight. Uh, don't forget, bring a new unwrapped toy or a cash donation to the stadium on Saturday for 6.30. Chad Santa's Anonymous. Uh, there are $6.30 tickets out there for kids. Uh, you can get them at Ticketmaster, but then you got to pay the surcharge. So head to the Eskimos store in the box office and uh, maybe grab some kids in your neighborhood. Take them to a football game. Let them find out what uh, what it's all about at Commonwealth Stadium watching the Eskimos play on the brick field. We've got the game for a 2 o'clock kickoff. It'll be 12.30 for the countdown to kickoff with myself, Dave, and Blake. We'll also talk a little bit about the Grey Cup because don't forget the Eskimos season is over, but the CFL season is not. The Grey Cup will be played in our city this year. We'll talk about that on the pregame show uh, as well coming up on Saturday. 12.30 for the pregame, 2 o'clock for the kickoff. The Eskimos and the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Thanks for joining us uh, tonight on the Eskimos Coaches Show. My name's Morty Scott. I'll talk to you tomorrow morning on the 6.30 Ched Morning News. Have a great night, everybody. Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad.